whenever my daughter has one of her good friends over who has a nut allergy, I always reach for made good snacks. As a matter of fact, that's how we discovered them. I was looking for something that was nut-free, also dairy-free, and turns out they're fantastic. And so we get them whether her friend with the allergies comes over or not. Made good snacks are baked with good intentions like organic ingredients, whole grains, and hidden veggies. They're free from common allergens such as peanuts and dairy. They are packed with nutrition and awesome taste. Granola bars, mini bites, Rice Krispie squares, cookies, and more. Grab some today and pack them in your kids' school lunch or in your purse. Learn more at madegoodfoods.com. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis, and we have quite a surprise for you this January and February 2020. We are doing Thursday Throwback Celebrity Edition here on Naturally Savvy. We are adding a second show per week. Yes, a second show. So we will have interviews, new interviews on Tuesdays and Throwback Thursday Celebrity Edition interviews on, you guessed it, Thursdays. So we are super excited to be bringing back these wonderful celebrities. We have got Alan Arkin, Jennifer Esposito, Suzanne Summers, Carol Alt, Marianne Williamson, and Kelly LeBrock. So stay tuned and you will get to hear one of these great people for the next two months here on Naturally Savvy. Please rate, review, subscribe, and follow us on Twitter at Lisa Davis MPH and at Andrea Donsky. Also, don't forget at Naturally Savvy and at your Radio MD. She's not here to judge. She's here to report the honest news on healthy living. She's Andrea Donsky, along with Lisa Davis. It's time for Naturally Savvy. We've been speaking with the wonderful Suzanne Summers about her book, I'm Too Young for This, A Natural Hormone Solution to Enjoy Perimenopause. If you missed the first segment, be sure to go to RadioMD.com, Naturally Savvy page, and you can listen. Suzanne, just before the break, you were talking about using the different creams. Now, I when I got my blood work, I was shown as being very low in estrogen. But a moment ago, you mentioned estrogen cream or a patch. So it's okay, because I got a little nervous thinking, is it is it bad to put back in estrogen if you don't have enough? If it's what they're saying? Oh, no, 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 no. It's whatever. Okay. Yeah, it's whatever. That's why that's why this whole concept of one pill fits all was always a stupid idea. No woman is the same as the next woman. So here I was, diminished in progesterone, but you're diminished in estrogen. And they each have a different set of symptoms. And um, usually when you're diminishing in estrogen, your first signs are hot flashing and headaches, maybe migraines. So the language that that I talk about in the book is... symptoms specific to the correlating hormones so that you can almost go into that doctor's office saying, I believe that I am deficient in, and then you can uh, give your own assessment of your symptoms and, and relative to the hormone that correlates with. So go in smart, you know, and I, I'm, it's so important to understand how your body works. It's our body. And we go to doctors like children and just sit there and let them tell us what they're going to do to our bodies. And when you take charge of your body, you will end up being healthier and happier and you won't have regrets. Um, I do have some medical regrets because I wasn't as informed initially as I am now. I, the, the, the book, it was an interesting book to write. I had a lot of, a lot of masters to serve in that I thought if I made it too thick, it would be overwhelming because when you're in perimenopause, 
your chemicals are surging all the time. One day your estrogen is sky high, one day it plummets. One day the progesterone plummets, the next day it raises up again. And all these chemicals moving around all the time create the moodiness, create the anxiety, create the panic attacks, create the lack of confidence, create the lack of sex drive. And that's what I hear so much. And that's why I talk about sex, not to be sensational, but a healthy person is a sexual person. So if a woman now has reached a stage where she's draining or out of progesterone, draining or out of estrogen, draining or out of testosterone, those are her main sex hormones. Without them, she can't feel sex. Uh, The nature of our bodies is that we can participate, but we can't feel it. And that's why women feel that at this time of life that they've lost interest in sex or that maybe their partner doesn't turn them on anymore and they kind of walk away from it. I think it destroys a lot of marriages because it's like, you know, leave me alone. I'm not in the mood. That's where the whole thing about I have a headache started. (laughs) Well, really, they have a headache because they're lacking in estrogen. I I do have a headache. (laughs) Well, you're lacking in estrogen. And the hot flashes. Yeah. See, See, now isn't that interesting to know that it correlates exactly to estrogen? Yeah. And what about bloating? the irritability, though? My well, irritability every, is off the charts. Irritability, it's so awful because you feel so terrible. It, it, it's usually once one goes because they all talk to one another, pretty soon the whole, the whole cascade starts. And <laughs> one of the things that really goes awry with women because of toxicity is the thyroid. The thyroid is highly susceptible to... Um, toxins in the environment. And when your thyroid is off, whether it's, well, if your thyroid's too low or too high for too long a period of time, you won't live very long. So that's, it's that important to life. But thyroid regulates heat or cold. It regulates weight loss or weight gain. It regulates um, uh, mood. And thyroid is everything. And it's the orchestra leader. It's the, it's the, it's the conductor. So if you were going to a symphony, And you had all the professional players, i.e. the hormones. And they're all real good at what they do, except the conductor doesn't show up, the thyroid. So nobody tells the players what to do. They all, you know, decide to play, but they're all playing something different, and the sound is discordant. And that's what kind of happens as a visual in your body. The thyroid is off, and then all of them get off. There's, There's lack of harmony in the body, and that's where you're moodiness and weepiness comes from. It's so easy now to put yourself back together. And what I'm trying to tell young women is if you read this book cover to cover, you'll know what you know. And then you'll be in charge of your body. You'll have control over it. It's not going to be like some ninja warrior attacking you. And you'll be able to fill the tank with the exact right of natural hormones, bioidentical, biologically identical to the human hormone. And in doing so, You'll be able to sail through perimenopause and sail through menopause and postmenopause, and you keep on taking hormones for life. There's no, um, it's all over. And women make that mistake, oh, I'm past that. And I think, no, you, once you start draining out of hormones, it never revs up again. It's over. You're not reproductive anymore in the body, really biologically, because it's about perpetuation of the species, is trying to get rid of you. Uh, and and technology is trying to keep us alive, and so you've got these two opposing forces going. So why fight it? Put back what you're missing and be able to live out this long, extended life that we have with quality and 
quality equals health. The healthiest we ever are is when we are in our young, healthy, optimal, reproductive prime. Reproductive people, biologically speaking, are the valuable people because they can perpetuate the species. Hmm. But technology has extended our life, so we have to um, essentially trick our bodies into believing we're still reproductive. Don't worry, anybody listening out there, when you have no eggs, you cannot get pregnant. (laughs) I have so many women who say to me, if I go on these hormones, can I get pregnant? No, no. Menopause should be called egglessness. You have no eggs. But uh, what you can regain forever is quality of life. And here's what quality of life is. I'll give you mine. I sleep eight hours a night without any kind of drugs. I take the hormone melatonin before I go to bed. It's an essential hormone. It's an antioxidant also. Um, Weight gain isn't an issue. My body doesn't itch anymore. My libido is in full force, which is so wonderful at this stage of my life. Um, My hair is thick and shiny. My nails are strong. All indicators of hormonal health. You can all have it. You know, Suzanne, I love what you're saying. And, you know, I mean, we're laughing about what you said about, you know, being able to conceive later on. But I think that it's so important that we important that we do maintain our youthfulness, you know, in the later stage. And yeah. uh, I'm not there yet. You know, and I'm yeah. not there yet. And I hear Lisa complain, you know, about her going through her, going through perimenopause. But um, but I'm you know, I'm going to definitely your your book is my Bible and it's going to be my Bible for my next stage of life. And I can't wait to come back to you because I know my mother went through really awful perimenopause and even through menopause. She had so many issues with losing her hair and sleep and night sweats. And it is my goal. And that's why your book is my going to be my bible to not not reproduce what she not go through what she what she went through and just really sail through it like what you're saying so isn't it, thank isn't you, it you know, exciting for, isn't it exciting to know that that you the information is there knowledge is power and now you have it, you have power and control over your body we do, and we're so lucky because now you know we have you to speak to, and you could speak to all of our re- all of our listeners. So we're super blessed. And you know, we have about a minute left, not even probably about fifty seconds left. And I just have a question about soy. What are your thoughts about soy? I we have avoid under a soy now <laughs> because soy uh, for the ninety percent of all the soy uh, plant seeds in the world are now genetically modified, and I think genetically modified food is the worst thing that's ever happened to humanity. And I could do a whole show on it. It's um, You'll have to come back. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yes, please do. We hope you will come back because we would love for you to do a show on it. And I have so many questions, but unfortunately we're out of time for today. But Suzanne, thank you so, so much for being on our show and being with us today. So, So much. And do call me anytime. Thank you. Until next time, stay connected at RadioMD and NaturallySavvy.com, where we keep you informed and up to date on all things natural and organic. Stay well. Whenever my daughter has one of her good friends over who has a nut allergy. I always reach for made good snacks. As a matter of fact, that's how we discovered them. I was looking for something that was nut-free, also dairy-free, and turns out they're fantastic. And so we get them whether her friend with the allergies comes over or not. Made good snacks are baked with good intentions like organic ingredients, whole grains, and hidden veggies. They're free from common allergens such as peanuts and dairy. They are packed with nutrition and awesome taste. Granola bars, mini bites, Rice Krispie squares, cookies, and more. Grab some today and pack them in your kids' school lunch or in your purse. Learn more at madegoodfoods.com.